You know it's coming. Oh yeah, that's right. Special delivery for you, my Cool Sports VIPs. We get to award once again the worst of the worst. The ones who've been acting bad out in these streets. Cold Sports proudly presents to you the Dope of the Month. Welcome to Cole Sports. You have entered the zone called sports on another level. And now, here's your host, Cole Johnson. Cole Sports! I am that man, your man, the illustrious tour guide. Cole Johnson is here. And on this episode, we're going to deal with chicken. We're also going to talk about the Australian Open. Talk about the NFC and AFC Championship games, and we're going to put another subject under further review. But for right now, let's get to the headlines. Dateline, Melbourne. That's right. The first Grand Slam of the year is here. The Australian Open. They're playing in the deep, hot summer down in Melbourne, where the world's number two and possibly and quite possibly the greatest ever Australian Open tennis player, Novak Djokovic, got upset in five sets. Now, it's strange to hear him be ousted so early, definitely in a tournament he owns, being that he's such a grinder and that he just simply wears out opponents. He just couldn't do it this time. He said this about his opponent, Dennis Istomin, who beat him 7-6, 2 6, 7 6, and 6 4. Quote All the credit to Dennis for playing amazing. He deserved to win. No doubt he was a better player in the clutch moments. Close quote. Now that's how you have to be. Be a champion. Be gracious when you're a champion and be gracious when you lose. Props to you, Novak, for actually giving your opponent props. Hopefully you do better in the French. Although that's that's a tournament that's really difficult for you. I know you're going to definitely bounce back in, in the summer in Wimbledon. And hey, U.S. Open, that pretty much is a tournament for you, too. But I look forward to seeing you because you're one of the most talented players I think I've ever seen in the men's side of, uh, men's side of tennis. And uh, check out Serena reading a reporter. But that's uh, another subject for another day. Sorry. Dateline, Tyler. Tyler, Texas. Home of Earl Campbell. That's where he lives now, but that's where he used to live. And a function for him was about to be held. And the former Saints and former Dolphins running back Ricky Williams was there. But he got stopped by police. Said Ricky Williams of the incident, quote, I started to get a little upset and they said, calm down. And I said, listen, you don't know what it's like to be a black man. This is not the first time this has happened to me when cops have harassed me and I haven't done anything. Closed quote. Now, he went on with to say later, quote, I hope that after this situation, they realize that black lives do matter. I've never wanted to say that, but this was a time where it fits. It fits in Tyler in that moment. Close quote. And Ricky, I agree with you. 
I mean, it's it's time that people realize that not just black lives matter, but all lives do matter. But in the way of you cannot forget treating any human being subhuman. That is why people say black lives matter, because for some reason, society at times forgets that we do. Dateline Atlanta. Now from football off the field to football on it. The Green Bay Packers travel to the A where they meet up with the Atlanta Falcons for the NFC Championship. Who's going to hoist the George Hallis Trophy? All signs are pointing really to the Packers doing so. I mean, look at them. You got a really talented defense. Not. With a talented secondary. Not. A pretty good linebacking core. Not. And a stout front line. Not. I mean, the only player they really have on defense is Clay Matthews with a sometimey Julius Peppers rushing the passer. And they don't even have a running game. They are fueled by Aaron Rodgers. Number 12 controls tempo. And he has done it in a way that even even he probably doesn't know. But he is trolling hard, ladies and gentlemen. Mr. Rogers is trolling hard about the Georgia Dome crowd. This bold man, this arrogant man said, quote, it's really loud in there. Whether that's all natural or not remains to be seen. Closed quote. Of course, that was in a reference to the fact that the Falcons years ago piped in crowd noise to make the atmosphere sound bigger and the advantage when the Falcons are in defense sound louder and more impossible for opposing players, quarterbacks to get signals in. Well, on the other side of the ball, we have the Falcons, where they also have defensive issues. They do well at times. They have a guy who is a sack master in Vic Beasley, but the potency of that defense comes and goes. The potency of that offense, on the other hand, doesn't. And it is one of the two most diverse in the league and most explosive. I would say right now it is the most explosive offense in the league. Matt Ryan, who to me I think is the MVP now of the league, Leads a very talented, stout group. The offensive line is solid. They're, they're not heralded, but they're solid. And when you have a wide receiver core that's led by Julio Jones, who is the best route runner in the game today, with some really good hands to match, it's really difficult to say that you can beat them. And, of course, when you have Coleman and Freeman out the backfield, who not only can run it, but you can roll them out in flats and throw them passes and screens, it makes them very difficult. Now, Atlanta has home field. It would it would pretty much be a sure thing to say the Falcons win the game. I don't think they will. Dateline, Foxborough. Now, normally this would be a competitive game between the Steelers and the Patriots, but it has become very, very bitter. I can't even say personal. It's just become bitter. And it all started Sunday night when Antonio Brown, the to me, the best wide receiver in the game, had the audacity to film the locker room after their 18-16 to 16 victory in the AFC Divisional Round game in Kansas City. And for the first six or seven minutes, you see this guy just grinning in the, in, in, on the phone saying, God is the greatest, God is the greatest, God is the greatest. And you can hear Mike Tomlin just going off on a very impassioned speech. Well, Julian Edelman earlier this, this week talked about that film and he said quote that's how that team is run close quote before i get to the picks i just have to say 
do we really have to talk about that's how that team's run and that comes from a Patriot? Come on now, son. It is fact, a natural born fact that people don't trust your team because they don't think that you all play with competitive integrity. The fact that you can move your lips and say that about any other team is blasphemous. Get out of here. Now, for the game itself, I am not liking how the Patriots are looking going into the AOC Championship game. The offensive line looks vulnerable. Brady looks like he's about one good hit away from being on the sideline and not for being suspended because how he was taking lick after lick last year in the AFC championship game, it it made me concerned for him. And he took a good, he took a good couple of shots in last week's game against the Texans. So I'm not liking that offensive line at all. They don't, they don't look ready. The defense is okay. They actually are probably playing a little better than their offensive counterparts at the moment. Brady included. Now let's let's turn it over on the other side of the ball, shall we? The Steelers on defense actually is growing. They actually are getting better as the time has gone onward. They have gotten better and better as the year has progressed. Harrison is still the leader of that defense. Timmons is still also one of the leaders of that defense as well. And Sejir is really the playmaker on that defense. They're growing. And they actually have a secondary player, or I should say a an outside linebacker in the making in Dupree. He has a little bit of a nasty streak, which that's not a bad thing for a defensive player to have. But then there is my favorite unit in the NFL, the Pittsburgh Steelers offense. Roethlisberger is doing his best to not get in the way and make mistakes. Brown, for the exception of his locker room gaffe, he's actually doing really well in his cooking in the playoffs. And Le'Veon Bell, oh my gosh. It is must-see TV to watch him run the ball. Running backs... If you want to see how you're supposed to run, take a good look at number 26. He trusts that offensive line. He's patient. He's even patient in the hole. Not before you get to the hole. He's patient in the hole because he's making sure that he can get blocks even further down the field. And then he has the ability to scoot and make a quick adjustment and downfield he goes. To me, that's the difference. That's the difference right there. The Steelers can pound the ball and run it. The Patriots, although they got blunt, I'm not really liking their offensive line right now. I really am not liking them at all. So, yes, I'm calling for two road victories because I'm thinking the Steelers are going to take it. I was leaning Patriots, but I'm really feeling Steelers. So for the Super Bowl, we're going to see a rematch of what we saw six years back between the Steelers and the Packers. Lord, I hope I don't get another man up segment. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> there you go. When I come back, we're going to put a subject that, of course, is timely for now on the further review. But immediately following the break, oh, it is the don't of the week. Here's a question for you. Who is your GOAT? You know what I mean. The greatest quarterbacks of all time. Is it Tom Brady? Is it Peyton Manning? Is it Joe Montana? Is it John Elway? Or is it none of these that I've just mentioned? Well, find out who I think is the GOAT. Get my ebook, Why Your GOAT Ain't Mine, 
for free right now on ColdSports.com. I said for free. Why you donate mine? The five greatest quarterbacks in NFL history on ColdSports.com. So what are you waiting for? Go get it! Are you looking for the quintessential tool to tap within the champion within you? What if I were to tell you I actually have that tool for you? I do have that tool and I can direct you right to it. Cold Sports presents 10 scriptures that can change your life. The sports edition. Come along with this journey as you get to see one athlete after another model different aspects of what a champion does and what a champion is. And ultimately, you'll find out what a champion really is from his eyes. Cold Sports presents 10 scriptures that can change your life. The sports edition available on paperback and on Kindle at Amazon.com and ColdSports.com. Cold Sports! Available on social media outlets everywhere and Cold Sports with a Z dot com. to get this take off forget the rest forget the sponsorship it is don't of the week time and the winner is former Raiders former Seahawks, and former 49ers wide receiver, number 80, the GOAT as they call him, Jerry Rice. Now, why is he on this list of the ignominious of the most ignominious? Is it because he said all lives matter and retracted that? No. Is it the fact that he admitted that he used stick'em all throughout his career? No. It is for the fact that he signed a contract to do commercials for Popeyes, did a great commercial, but then backdoored, and I believe this is probably one of their Super Bowl spots, decided to act up a fool and put forth a Sambo performance. This Negro had the nerve to wear what they called a shirt napkin with barbecue all over it, with this fool holding a wing in his hand and having smudges of barbecue sauce on his face oh but that's that's just a warm-up then this negro had the nerve to hold a seat that looked like a popeye's biscuit oh but i don't stop there along with the gloves the quote wing gloves the coup de grace was the fact that he was wearing this hideous orange helmet 
with a black face mask with a chicken in front of it, and it was called the Taste Mask. What type of crap is that? Lord have mercy. It's as bad as the pun and, and, and the parody that Eddie Griffin did when he was demonstrating how ignorant commercials like that look with Billy D. Williams doing something called General's Fried Chicken. I would rather watch that on TV than this. Come on, man. You send us back. You're not supposed to put that crap on TV. You're supposed to have the, the smarts to say, well, you know, I understand that this might be funny, but this ain't funny to me. No, that didn't even come to you. That censor didn't even register. You look horrible. You sounded just as horrible. All that was missing in your shuck and jive dance was the fact that you just simply didn't go back to talking like a slave. That's the only thing that was missing, Rice. You should know better than that. You come from Mississippi. You've seen that crap in your childhood. And now here you are. You're supposed to be the most dignified of the dignified. And you stoop low to do commercials like this. You shouldn't have to do stuff like that. Oh my gosh, I don't believe this. The crap that we see on TV. I mean, that's just utter bull. Sports is having technical difficulties. Please stand by. The host has lost his mind. Please stand by. The host needed to walk away from the microphone. Please stand by. Now, back to the regularly scheduled programming already in progress. Ow! Let's go to the next segment. When I come back, we're going to put this subject on the further review. Hit the music. Sunday, January 29th, Cole Sports will present the event to end all events. The event that is most important to not miss, Cole Sports will proudly present the Delta Wars. Delta Wars. Delta Wars. Delta Wars. On ColeSports.com. episode we're going to talk about russell westbrook the walking talking triple double not starting we're also going to review the nfc and afc championship games 
And we're going to put a worthy subject on the further review. And we're going to talk a little tennis too. Check us out for the next episode. But for this one right here, I'm going to put this subject because it's right now what we need to talk about because we're thinking of it upon further review. See, I've run into many people, many people who claim to be sports fans, and they, they say to me when I talk about subjects that don't deal with the box score, hey, wait a minute, man, stick to sports. We don't want politics in our, in our sports. We don't want the religion in our sports. Here's the problem with that. When you have athletes and sports personalities and sports journalists talk about athletes going outside of the box score, Outside of the white lines, outside of the dugout, outside of the painted court to actually be a human being. It's quite difficult to put the stick to sports credo on them and say, well, okay, they're, they're living their life. We're not going to bother them. Hello. We have a president right now who tweets. So if, if a personality like him who tweets and we read them, that pretty much stands to reason that if any big time athlete says something, we want to hear about it. And that hasn't changed, by the way. Think way back. People have always wanted to hear what athletes had to say. Muhammad Ali is a great example. You know, Michael Jordan, a great example. And he was he was lampooned for being opposite. The same with Tiger Woods. And we don't have to go as far. We, we don't have to go as far back. As Muhammad Ali, we can go even further with Jim Brown. People are interested to hear what athletes have to say. Definitely athletes of today. Take LeBron James, for instance. When it was known that Trump was going to win the presidency for the United States, he said that he wasn't going to even set foot in a Trump Tower. Just just straight up said he's just not going to he's not going to go. Then you have Mavericks owner Mark Cuban who straight up and straight out said that Donald Trump, quote, scares the out of me, close quote. I mean, we're not hunting for this stuff. They're coming to us and saying this. And and it's not just stuff against Trump. It's stuff for Trump, too. Take, for instance, Dana White. He was in the Republican National Convention proudly stumping for Trump. Quote, nobody took us seriously. Nobody except Donald Trump. Donald was the first guy to recognize the potential we saw in UFC and encouraged us to build our business. Close quote. That came out of Dana White's mouth. And then there's Colin Kaepernick, who, of course, with all the the violence that has taken place, and in his heart, he felt that he had to do something that that spoke a message to what he was seeing and the injustice that he was that he was seeing. And it started a dialogue. And of course, it's conti- it's continued with donations from him, money and clothes. Well, back during the election, he said he wasn't going to vote at all. And he said that he didn't have any regrets at all about sitting out the election. And he said, quote, I've been very disconnected from the systematic oppression as a whole. So for me, it's another face that's going to be the face of that system of oppression. And to me, it didn't really matter who went in there. The system still remains intact that oppresses people of color. 
close quote. It doesn't stop there. The now president of the United States, Donald Trump, said during the time that the general election was happening, he said that the Patriots coach Bill Belichick wrote a letter to him. And even earlier that year, he said that Tom Brady is one of his friends. You can get the stick to sports stuff all you want, but it's there. It's more than just a box score. It's more than just an escape. And that's what that's what many of you want. You want this to be an escape. Unfortunately, it's not an escape. Tell you what, think of whatever team you have. Would you want to have Greg Hardy on it? That's what I thought. But he sacks quarterbacks. I mean, hey, he gets after them. He knows how to play the sport. I don't care if he batters his uh, his women. I don't care if he's dismissive of that. He does well for my team. Now, if you were to speak sideways about that retarded stuff, don't come to me and say stick to sports. I hear many of you who say stick to sports on one side of your mouth, on the other side of the mouth say that Hardy is a scumbag. I don't want him on my team. Why? Because you didn't stick to sports with him. You got to make up your mind. Ladies and gentlemen, you can say stick to sports all you want. You can say, I don't want politics and religion in my sports. Well, if that's the case, then don't follow all of these entities that you see. Just pick up the newspaper, read the box score, and be the great fantasy football fan that you were meant to be because you don't have the heart, the brain, nor the stomach to understand that athletes are human beings too. If you happen to like this episode or any previous episode that you've heard thus far, regular or special, why don't you come follow me on Twitter at Cole underscore sports, that's sports with a Z. You can also come follow me on Facebook, Cole Sports again, at sports with a Z. Make your voice heard and make your presence felt. Come follow me in the Cold Sports VIP room. Again in Facebook. Again it's Cold Sports. Again that's sports with a Z. To my Canadian friends, I got you. Sports with a Z. You can also follow me on many other social media platforms like Stitcher, like SoundCloud, uh, Sound, like SoundCloud, like Google Play, like iTunes, like Pinterest, like Instagram. Like, share, rate, review, follow to your heart's content. More importantly, follow me on coldsports.com. That's coldsports.com. That is coldsports with a Z.com. Leave comments. Give me kudos. Give me criticism. Whatever you like, you can do it there. You can also do it on iTunes. More importantly than all of those things, I really want you to enjoy the content for the intelligent sportsman I am Cole Johnson and this is Cole Sports you've been listening to Cole Sports with Cole Johnson.